Welcome to Short Talks from the Hill, a podcast from the University of Arkansas. My name is Delaney Bartlett. On this episode, Urjean Kang, graduate chair of violin in the music department, discusses her work on the Florence Price Preservation Project, which aims to bring the previously overlooked composer's works to a wider audience. Welcome, Urjean. Thank you. So, um, would you talk a little bit about Florence Price and why you wanted to make her work more widely available? Florence Price was born in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I actually was not familiar with her work at all. Um, there was a Florence Price Symposium um, on campus two years ago, organized by Professor Jim Greeson, who's now retired. I immediately fell in love with her work. I was um, particularly charmed by her chamber music. Um, being a string player, I love string quartets, and I really appreciated the kind of hybrid language that I felt encompassed her work, um, something very, very classical for sure, um, and yet also accessible. I would even say there's something very genteel and um, loosely sort of Southern in its feel, um, just extremely catching. And I immediately wanted to know more about her work. and inquired and had many conversations with Jim Grayson and um, the project to um, become more familiar with her work has taken off in directions that I didn't necessarily anticipate. So you want to talk a little bit about your experience with that? Uh, when Jim and I were in Special Collections, uh, we were looking through some of the manuscripts that had been recently acquired, and he had mentioned just offhand, um, you know she has two violin concertos, right? And I said, no, actually I don't. Everything is new to me at this point. And in one of those boxes um, was the manuscript, um, and in some of the other boxes there were um, the second concerto, which had not yet even been um, uh, known to historians to be in existence. And so this was extremely exciting, um, being involved in classical music, um, being deeply steeped in the tradition. And so I was flipping through these pages thinking, I wonder what this would really sound like. And I wonder in the hands of a particular orchestra, in the hands of a particular soloist, how the details of this notation would come to life. So I'm not sure where at that point that became then sort of my project. I think just um, I was faced with a lot of encouragement from people who sort of said, well, I think you should take on this project. I sort of thought, well, let me just take things one step at a time and just see how things go. And I came to fall in love with the project. Um, I still don't know if I'm the best person to have recorded these concertos, but I definitely enjoyed the process. I learned so much, and I'm excited to be sharing it um, with the audience at large and for Florence Price scholars who I've come to become very close with. Um, we're a very tight-knit community and a very enthusiastic community. We talked earlier about Florence Price's work and that you 
were able to sort of bring something fresh into the interpretation because it hadn't been recorded yet. What does that really mean to interpret a composer's work and how did you go about doing that with Florence Price's work? Uh, by nature, because these concertos have not been recorded, they're going to be fresh, not because I'm such an original interpreter, but just by the fact that it's going to be new. And so I think that element of the blank slate, of being able to look at something without necessarily having the, the specter or the shadow or uh, the responsibility um, or just the, um, the richness even of a tradition that has interpreted a work a certain way um, is, is no longer there. But then to read in between the lines, um, as one might with any literary work, um, there's sort of the, the primary surface meaning that's there um, and meaning already that exists on that level. And then uh, what may come from that, um, from secondary questions or implications or as things unfold in time, how meanings may change. Um, and then on top of that, luckily for performers, um, we're also allowed and encouraged to see things that maybe the artist, the composer, him or herself may not have been able to recognize. And so I tried to have a best a conversation I could with Florence Price's manuscript. And I feel that there's something quite deep emotionally. And um, I feel almost a sense of I don't know, instinctive empathy, um, not having lived in the 1890s, not having been around at that time, not really knowing too much about her own life, but just having this extreme intense encounter with her um, chamber music and her concertos. I think for me the artistic process and the really attractive process of it all is that in, in the end it becomes a work of art that um, hopefully the pieces and all of that analytical work is not apparent um, and not felt. It's just this holistic, organic, emotional journey that um, people can enjoy and hopefully people can also um, feel something and interrogate something in their own lives, um, like all great art, um, have a moment where they're looking in the mirror and realize I'm listening to Florence Price, but somehow I'm given the space to also feel and think about something in my own life and feel that connection with someone uh, from 100 years ago. What is the next step for this project? Our uh, department, our, the music department, is um, part of the Arkansas 75 project um, where we want to make and share music with all 75 counties of Arkansas. And we're, we're giving ourselves um, three years, two, two to three years, to make that happen. And obviously it's an ongoing project once um, we sort of make connect, uh, contact and connections with the 75 counties, we hope to then foster and deepen those connections as well. And I'm hoping to basically share the story and the music of Florence Price with um, not only just um, Fayetteville and the university and the Florence Price community internationally, but also locally. I, I think it's a, she's an important role model um, for musicians, for artists. Um, and. It's, she's very inspiring as a person, um, even if you are not a musician, um, to realize the, the tenacity of spirit that would be required of a person to produce as much as she did, to face the hardships of life, and yet to still produce something artistically. Um, this is something that uh, 
anybody can appreciate just not uh, not having enough time to do all the things you can and yet she somehow found a way to triumph above all of these daily and life struggles that um, were a part of her life. Um, how could somebody not be inspired by that? And I'm very excited about it. Um, I experienced so much joy um, in encountering something new um, and have only deepened, I guess, that sense of joy and wonderment and amazement um, going through this project. And so I'm hoping to also share that as well with others. Sounds really great. Well, thank you so much. Music for this podcast was written by Florence Price and performed by Urgene Kang. For more information and additional podcasts, go to KUAF.com or researchfrontiers.uark.edu, the home of research news at the University of Arkansas.